This is the Uncover You podcast, and I'm Eva Berunias. I'm here to help you navigate your transformational journey so you can experience the you underneath the conditioning and unconscious beliefs. You always find the show notes over at selfmasteryandbeyond.com. Let's get to the core of things. Here's today's episode. We've spent the last few weeks exploring alchemy, the four pillars of alchemy, how to take apart your old house of beliefs, of conditionings, meeting with the emotional wounds and healing them at the core. And this is a beautiful and necessary part of the embodied self-mastery skills and of living the life that you want to live, but that's not all of it. And we tend to get very focused on this part of the journey. It's almost like if you've been pregnant. (laughs) We focus on the pregnant part and don't realize that there's going to be a baby. The same thing with inner work. We're so focused on fixing ourselves, healing that wound. And sometimes, like we talked about, that can happen from a place of, I'm broken, I need to fix this. And that's what you get to meet with and unidentify from and also show compassion for along this journey. To not do the work from that place anymore because that is what will keep you stuck, right, in the old pattern and wound. So while all this is, yes, so important, what about what you really are, your authentic selves, your wantings, your desires, how you want to live your life. If we focus only on the things that we want to take apart, it's easy to keep looking for all the things that are not working and that we just keep working on ourselves from that perspective. Here's another problem. Here's another piece that needs to get solved. I'm not there yet. So we stay in this perspective of there's another mountain to climb, another project, another wound to heal, another problem to fix. At a certain point on your journey, and it's probably sooner than your mind think it is, it will be incredibly helpful to focus on the you underneath the conditioning. As we've explored, where you put your attention is what kind of will come to life. You form a connection with, with it through the superpower of your attention, through the force of your attention. So if you only direct your attention onto things that are not working, that needs to be fixed, it's kind of what you will see more of. You're bringing that into life. So today... We're starting a new series on the podcast, and I call it the Turn On Month. In this episode, we're going to talk about what the heck is that? What is turn on? What do I mean when I say turn on? And how do we get there, if that's what we want? And what are obstacles in the way? Why does it matter? This will be a month of celebrating the you underneath the conditioning, of stepping into love for yourself, of feeling turned on by life 
which we will dive deeper into in just a little bit. What is that? This month will be a month of podcast episode. There will be love letters in your inbox and there will be live sessions happening on these topics. So what I start to invite you into in these episodes, you can then go deeper into and have conversations with me. I'll share deeper about it in the live sessions in the Embodied Self Mastery community. I'm leaving links to this month. There's an overview where you can see everything that will be happening. There are links to join the community and join the live sessions in there. All of this is completely free. I can't wait to share it with you because it made such a huge difference in my own life. And I'll tell you more about that. So turn on. What is turn on? In this first episode, I want to give you the overview of that, give you a better understanding what I mean with those words and why I use those words. Turn on for me is pointing to an experience of being at home in yourself. It's having your lights turned on inside of you. How does this happen? How do we come to a place of having the lights turned on inside of us, of being there, of being present with ourselves? Well, there are a few things. When we start to unidentify from our head and start to move into our whole being, to occupy, to inhabit our hearts, to feel our bellies and all the parts of our physical body, to feel what's happening in there, to feel the sensations in our body, to inhabit and feel your genitals, your sex, which is like your passion, your life force, where you were created from. To me, we live in an orgasmic universe. And when you start tapping into that and release shame around your sexuality, you will step into a completely new experience of yourself. So inhabiting all of you, your heart, your soul, all the parts of this human experience and not just walking around identified with the mind, looking at the world and yourself through the mind, experiencing through the mind, but inhabiting all of you. That's something that needs to happen for you to feel that turn on. Another part of it is all the resistance, the protection we've built against experiencing, against feeling, all the shoulds and musts and what shouldn't be here, according to the ego mind. This shouldn't be happening. This shouldn't be an experience. I shouldn't be feeling this. This is not my life. When we're in rejection of things that are appearing inside of us or outside of us, we're shutting ourselves down from experiencing life and life cannot move through us. We're saying, no, no, thank you. I don't want you here. This doesn't mean that we don't want to change some of the experiences that we're having because we realize and we see 
with awareness that they're coming from a past experience, that parts of us are stuck in suffering and pain, in a sense of aloneness, brokenness, anger, hurt. But to move that, to even shift that, you need to stop rejecting that it's there and start to meeting it differently so it can come full circle and just be processed through you. The consequence of just denying the experiences that we're having, like this anger shouldn't be here, this shouldn't show up right now, I'm a bad person for feeling or thinking this, for reacting in this way. It's created a prison and it's shutting life out from it. I'm only allowed to feel this or experience that, but not these other things over here. You're creating walls inside of you and this goes for your whole energetic being. Contraction. Stopping the flow of life to move through you. Stopping emotions to move through you. In the long term, this leads to illness. In how you're feeling, but also in your physical being. So for you to start getting turned on by life and feeling life actually flowing through you, moving through you, making love to you while you're making love to life. There needs to be an opening of that space and allowing, meaning shedding the layers of protection mechanism. And that doesn't mean pushing them away or rejecting them. You shouldn't be here. You're causing me hurt. You're hindering my turn on. No, it's starting to welcome them, to love on them so that they are ready to let go and shift. You're showing up in a different way. You're starting to feel safe. You're starting to feel healed and okay, and therefore they're not needed anymore. So this leads to a new piece in the turn-on landscape about trust. Often I found that we carry around a sense of mistrust towards life and towards ourselves, our own capacity. And when that mistrust is there, right, we need protection. If I don't look out for myself, someone will hurt me. Bad things will happen to me. I've had these experiences before. I lost my job or that person left me and that relationship ended or ended up, you know, alone and unhappy. We form belief that somehow this is like life punishing us or that life is a dangerous place that we need to look out for, that we need to protect ourselves from. The big lie and misconception in here or the thing that we haven't yet remembered or recognized, that you're not separate from life. You are life. You're one expression of life. So when we mistrust life, it's like saying that we're not trusting ourselves. It's rejecting ourselves. It's rejecting our core, 
our essence and say no. And this is the game of the ego mind. This is the game of a fear-based dream of the planet. And you keep, can keep playing that game. It's okay. You're welcome to do that. If that feels safer, if that feels better. Like, no, I'd rather hold on to the idea that I'm completely separate and that I, my ego, need to look, out, look after me. But if you've done that and you know where that leads, where that experience takes you, then I want to invite you to explore together with me what finding that essence of yourself as life itself might feel like. Because I don't care if you get this in theory or if you like throw around these concepts, spiritual concepts and teachings that sounds great and profound and kind of cool and smart. And what I care about is, can you feel this in your body? Can you embody this? Do you know this in your soul, in your heart, and therefore move yourself in the world from that belief, from that felt knowing, from that direct experience of being life? Now, this is turned on. Your light is on because you've recognized yourself as life itself and you're loving yourself just as, just like God would love any of God's creation. Just like consciousness ravels and is in awe of all the expressions of life that is taking place inside that field of consciousness that is emerging from it. It's not in opposition of it. Is not saying that a piece of it is wrong. We will go deeper into that kind of self-love in one of the coming episodes. But right now, that's, that's part of being turned on. Recognizing yourself as life itself and therefore honoring that. Allowing all of the expression of this like unique experience of life that you are to come out. To let yourself grow into your full potential. To explore the wantings and the desires that this specific human have because on my own journey I came across a point where like I really started asking these questions of like what do I want yeah I like I've experienced it now I am at my essence is consciousness that's where I came from that's where I will return to but right now I'm here having this fascinating experience of being human so if I'm all the time longing to be consciousness, like, why should I try and get away from this human experience? I'm here having it, and I will return to consciousness. No matter how much I cling to this human experience, I will one day die. This human experience will end. So I started to become curious about what it meant to be human. And I started realizing, like, I don't even know or have the sense of what this human really wants because she's been so dictated by conditioning, musts and shoulds and protection mechanisms and freeze responses. And I can't do that. And I shouldn't do that. And what if, and I need to go after that. 
But then finding out that that didn't make me happy. That wasn't really what I wanted. So I started to asking all these questions. Like, I've asked the questions, what am I? And finding that. But now it was like, okay, so who am I as this human? And not needing to define that from the ego mind perspective. I am this identity and I'm going to present myself this way. It was more like, how do I navigate this human? How do I get to know her? What parts of her need? What she longs for? What her soul desires? Like, What are the expressions that she wants to step into? And I found that like, to, to start answering these questions, like I needed to know what I wanted. And that had been so covered up by years of conditioning, of abuse where I'd been overriding, feeling that something was uncomfortable because that was painful. If I started feeling like I don't like this situation, this is uncomfortable for me, that would immediately bring up the association with being abused, of being unsafe, of being in danger. So my program had learned to override that signal. No, we're not going to send that signal anymore because it feels so unsafe to be uncomfortable, to not wanting anything. So whatever your journey is with your wantings, whatever hand you've been given and whatever experiences you've had, there is a way through that. There is a way to reconnect with your wantings because they're going to be part of your unique expressions of life. They're going to be your compass. And we'll talk much more about that in a separate episode where we talk about like my wantings, but is that a voice coming? How do I know if it's coming from the ego mind or from wounded parts? Can I really trust it? And how do I know if my it's my authentic desire? So we're going to take that all apart and explore that, and I hope it will get a lot clearer for you because we tend to get stuck and confused there. But right now, that, that was such an important part for my journey, like finding out what I wanted because I saw also around that, okay, we are humans with, some different temperaments. Why is it that someone gets so fascinated about taking apart things like a radio or, uh, you know, something, a clock, or just like finding out or, or programming and building things, and others are like so thrilled about resting their fingers on the keyboards of a piano and start making sounds. Like we are different. We have some different like passions and interests and things that we are drawn towards and others that we don't. We're like, meh. Yeah, that's cool, but it's nothing. I don't feel a big pull inside of me. And then we have the problem of overriding this for so long because that doesn't make sense. That wouldn't make a great career. So we start to question this desire, this like attraction that we feel towards something, this pull for logical reasons, which is ego mind, which comes from survival, right? You need to do this to fit in. You need to do this so that other people don't look at you in a bad way and you're rejected. When you start shedding that identification with the ego mind and start shedding the layers of protection, now you can start to really operate from that desire, from that wanting. And it is what connects you back in with feeling yourself as life, feeling yourself there. 
being turned on, feeling yourself as life and feeling excitement about what your next expansion is and what you're going to move into, the experiences that you're going to have, it's your birthright. It's your natural essence. It's at the core of your being and the way to navigate and move through life. You deserve, you're worthy to be turned on by life just by being born. There's nothing you have to do to get there. Nothing you have to prove to get that. No. It's your way of moving through life, of being you, of being in love with being you. And again, that doesn't mean like some narcissistic way of seeing I'm much better than everyone else. I'm above. No. You love yourself equally as any expression of life. And you honor this temperament and these callings and these pulls that this human has towards different things. And trusting that they are what will bring you into your full potential. Being turned on is feeling life inside of you. It's feeling yourself as life itself, as one expression of life. And it will move you places. It will take you places. It will guide your steps and your decisions. So how do I get there? How do you get there? How did I get there? After doing this journey on my own, I realized that there was some key components that really made that shift for me. And I started to experiment with these components and sharing them with others and see if they would have the same effect or if it was just me. And they did. Like people started coming back from my programs and saying like, oh my God, I've never been so excited to be alive Like, no exaggeration, my whole entire life has changed from this. Or like, I'm finding pleasure in everything all of a sudden. So I was like, I'm on to something. This can be applied to more people and allow them to make that shift from trying to fix themselves and looking for what's wrong with them really stepping into their full potential and hopefully saving people some time of fumbling along by sharing what my experience was with that journey. So I've come to call this the turned on framework. It's what I teach inside being me, for example, not just teach it, but I do a full on activation of the four parts of the turn on framework. So it will be activated inside of you because these are things that it's not so much that you have to learn this. Like I said, it's your birthright. It's about coming back to your essence. So you will be activating it inside of you and kind of reconnecting with it and remembering and it will kind of take a life on its own because you will feel it as truth. Like this is real. I can feel it inside of me. It's not something, another layer that you need to put on, a costume, a mask to wear, something to practice. No, it's returning, sinking through the the old layers and returning to this essence inside of you. 
So the full-on activation and initiation into the eternal framework happens in being me. And you know that we start right in, in now during October already. So registration will open October 19, I think. So that's there if you want that full-on activation into the turn-on framework. But already in this month, we're going to talk more about it so that you get a sense for it, to feel for it, and maybe you take this yourself and you just run with it and do this activation on your own is completely okay. I want to share this with you so that you know it and can get a taste of it. And if you then realize like, yes, I want this and I want guidance, I want support, I want to be led through this because I know it will save me time and I want to live my life fully. Why spend another day or week or month or year with this old experience that I have been having? I want to be here as me. I want to get to know me. I want to fall in love with me as life itself. Well then, if that's what you're feeling, come join me in being me. But the turn on framework is what I'll dive deeper into in next week's live session. So the first live session in this series, the Turned On Month, will happen on Tuesday. Uh, let's see what date that is. That is Tuesday, October 3rd. And if you're listening to this after, you can always join the Embodied community and watch the recording of these live sessions. So they will be posted there, and I'm leaving links to all of this. So we'll dive deep into the turn-on framework and, and how they work and how you can work with them, how you can turn yourself on, basically. But right now, I want to mention what they are. So the turn-on framework is finding out what I want and start relating to what you want differently, to start feeling them in, it's in your body more than a thought in your head or a muscle or a should or a rational reason. The second thing is loving yourself, of starting directing positive attention just in the way, like I said, that God loves us. Because, I mean, you are God. So when you start doing what God is doing, when you start acting like God and start directing loving attention towards all parts of you, Something happens. You start having the experience of, of God and of life itself. Because you're no longer acting like the ego mind would. You're embodying something greater than that. So loving yourself and falling in love with being you and shedding the lives, lies of self-rejection and even loving the parts that have been rejecting because they've been in pain, right? So it's not about excluding anything. Like this love, this self-love is encompassing. It includes all aspects of you. Your shadows, your quirks, the things you haven't loved about yourself and the parts that haven't loved that about yourself. The third part in the turn-on framework is the balancing of your feminine and masculine dynamic the yin and the yang inside of you. Usually these are imbalanced inside of us. We tend to favor one over the other and they often have a wounded relationship between each other. When you start to 
get to know you as also a feeling being when you start to honor and treat your protector parts with love rather than resentment and judgment and complaining and blaming them, oh, your inner world completely shifts. And this is part of that love for yourself. But now also like this natural flow of these like components that life was built from, this masculine energy, this feminine energy, and if you don't enjoy those words and your mind is like, no, that feels just so limiting for me, then use other words. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't matter. They're just pointing to a very felt sense of something inside of you that exists there. And it's not about gender. It's not about fitting you into new norms and boxes. It's about connecting with a force of life, just like, a, like an elementary force. Just like you can go into the water and feel the force of the water and the quality of that energy, which is very different from like laying down on a rock and feeling that energy and connecting with that force. And they're both there inside of you. And when you learn how to nourish both of them and understand what they need and where their wounding is so that that can be healed... Oh, there's like a natural flow of life that starts to happen inside of you. And then the fourth part of the turn-on framework is sexual energy. It's reconnecting with your sexual energy as, again, another force in the universe. For me, that's big bag energy. A big bang energy is what you were created with. You know you were created from sex, right? <laughs> That's the force that brought you into life. And sex for me is lovemaking. It's, you know, as we experience when we go on the power journey in Teotihuacan, it's the sun making love to the earth. Like this lovemaking is happening everywhere around you all the time. And when you cut yourself off from the parts of you that is like creating that passion, that turn on, that more sexual turn on inside of you, you're cutting yourself off from the, like, the nature of life. And that's okay. You, you get to have whatever experience you want to. If this doesn't resonate with you, that's completely okay. Like don't, don't trust my word for this. But if you feel something inside of you, like, ah, I, there's something there. I want to explore this. I mean, I'm here. Why not see if that is something? Then like shedding shame and reconnecting with your genitals, with your cock, with your pussy, with your womb, and feeling them as life-giving forces, as feeling them as vessels for this energy. Now you'll start moving sexual energy in a way that is not like depleting you, that's not coming from addiction, that like there's not this sense of string you along into a bad place and doing bad things. No, it gets to be alchemized. And instead of released out from you, which is the way we often, you know, climax or reach an orgasm, that energy gets to move through you. 
So what's this about? Is this like a sex course? No, I'm not. I'm not a sex coach. I'm not a sex teacher, but I teach about sexual energetic life force and how you can access it and feel it inside of you. You could call it Kundalini rising. You could call it something else. But I know what magic starts to happen when you reconnect with all the different parts of your being and just allowing them to share your wist- their wisdom with you, to move through you. When you feel your sexual energy, you usually feel a lot of power, a lot of radiance, like taking up space and be playful or assertive or mm, inspiring becomes available to you. This is your creative force. So it's not just about sex. It's about your lovemaking to the world. It's what you want to create and bring into the world and give birth to. What you want to penetrate the world with or what you want to receive. And how you, how you do sex often reflects out in, into how you do life, how you move through life, your relationships, your projects, your work. So this is usually like a thing that really opens creative channels for people. So whether you want to use it as a sexual practice or not, but just connecting with this as energy and allow it to move up into your heart and out into the world. Now you have a battery. Now you have a source of energy that never gets tapped out. Instead of leaving you drained and feeling empty and hollow and numb, This is like the juice. This is the juiciness of life. And I want for you to experience that. I want for you to have the full experience of being human. And I'm still in the same boat of like, what else is there? How good can it get? I keep exploring. I keep growing. I keep expanding. And that's why I've decided to share it because my journey didn't seem to stop. I was growing in new ways, discovering new things about being human, just like the rest of the universe is continuing to expand. I dedicated myself to expanding as well. And then I figured, why not share this with others? It lights me up. It turns me on. So finding that calling to teaching and mentoring and guiding others was part of following my wanting. It wasn't like an idea of, or like from the ego mind of like, yeah, I would need to build this identity. That was part of it in the beginning, right? Because, you know, it is. The ego is there. But then we get to meet with that and to shed those layers and like, yeah, it can be a mix we feel that deeper calling, that desire, and the ego gets involved in like, yeah, then we need to look this way and we need to sound this way. And, and then we learn to let go of that again and again and again. And we see that it comes from fear and we start to trust life and being guided by it. And sometimes that's so scary to the ego because it means letting go of that way of doing it. 
of the known and again and again being guided into the unknown. But that's where the potential is, right? We know the known. In the unknown is where we get to come up against our edges and where our ego mind goes, "Ah, no, I don't think I can do this. This is too much. But you get to be invited into bringing yourself into that, to expand into that, and to bring all the love for the parts that are afraid. So this is what turn on is for me. And this is what the turn on framework is that I found was so important to turn my lights on, on my own journey, and that I've then done for several years now with clients and have them come back and say like, OMG, this works. (laughs) I feel different. I feel different. So if you are ready to like, yeah, I've done a lot of work and I keep doing a lot of work, but also like, when does it start feeling good? I feel glimpses, but what more is there? Well, yeah, that means that it's time to start directing your attention onto what's good and start opening yourself up to feel that, to feel trust and pleasure and ease, let go of that addiction to struggle and merge with life. Let life guide you. Be at home in yourself, experience life inside of you to be turned on. I hope that this has brought some clarity to how I use that word, what I mean with turn on. And come join me in the live session on October 3rd. I'm dropping a link to the Embody community. is completely free and we're going to dive deeper into what turn on is and how you can activate it through the turn on framework inside of you. So come explore. If you can't be there live, you can drop your questions onto that event and watch the recording after. This is going to be conversational. We're going to interact. We might try out some practices and I'm going to share with you my tricks and my hacks and what I found on the journey and all the obstacles and you get to bring all that to the call. Oh my God, but I'm skeptical and what if this and what if that and will this really work for me? All that you get to bring. And we're going to love on them. (laughs) We're going to love on these parts that are worried. So come explore if you're curious about turning yourself on and having that experience of life. What is there to lose? (laughs) Maybe some. Maybe what you will lose. Maybe the cost is some of your ego mind. That's it. The rest is full fucking potential. I hope to see you in the live session and keep tuning into the podcast episode. Next week, we will dive deeper into that sense of self-love, how we can move from self-criticism and judgment and even hatred towards a deep love for ourselves and how that is not about adding layers, but removing layers and start to love also the layers that are there. So we'll dive much deeper into that and uh, I hope to see you in the live session October 3rd. So much love. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. 
And if this was helpful to you, I appreciate a review in the podcast app that you're using. Until next week.